everyone. Welcome to the 10th episode of the DCL Dude Podcast. I'm going to start this show off a little differently because I have a, a couple administrative items that I want to get to. First, I have two $50 Disney gift cards that I would like to give away to my listeners. Um, so here's how here's how I'd like to do it. First, if you could please rate and review the show on iTunes, the easiest way probably to do that would be just go on your mobile device and do it. But I've actually gotten um, some feedback recently that that some of the listeners tried to do this and were unable to do that. Um, were unable to to leave a review from their mobile device. So you may have to go the antiquated route and <laughs> and do it through iTunes on your computer, which I know is definitely not ideal because most people are probably listening from their um, from their cell phones uh, or what have you. So um, maybe they've they've fixed the issue since I first heard about it, but I I can't say for sure. Hopefully hopefully they have. Um, and then after you do that, just go on to our Facebook page, facebook.com/slash DCL Dude Podcast. And just send me a, a message saying that that you left a review, and that's it. I mean, that's all. That's all you got to do, and you'll be entered to to win one of these gift cards. So, um, <laughs> while you're while you're visiting the Facebook page, it would be great if you could also uh, give it a like while you're there. But I won't make that a uh, a requirement for the contest entry. So, I'll I'll leave the contest open until February twenty eighth. Um, and that'll give you plenty of time to, to do that and give as many listeners as, po- um, as possible a chance to, to go and, and do that. Um, and then once, once, Febu- once that date comes around, I'll, I'll randomly select two of the names that messaged me and, and I'll announce the winners in the following episode. And also, if, if you're one of the, the listeners who have already left a review, first of all, thank you. I, I really appreciate it. Um, but if you could, if you could just send me a message as well, I'll uh, I'll include you in the contest. I I have no idea how much participation I'll get with this, so it could potentially be uh, a really easy way to to pick up an extra fifty bucks in in Disney cash, which of course can be used for Disney Cruise Line purchases. So uh, a little extra incentive there. Um, so that's number one. Number two. I'm hoping to do an episode coming up here soon where I discuss sailing concierge with Disney Cruise Line. I've never done this myself, so I feel like it would be a disservice to try to to talk about it without being able to add any personal experience. So um, I'm hoping that maybe one of my listeners would be willing to come on and discuss their experiences sailing concierge on Disney Cruise Line. Preferably, it would be someone who sails concierge almost exclusively, but would 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 love to just get some insights from an experienced concierge cruiser. cruiser. So, again, if if there's someone out there who would be willing, go ahead and, and shoot me a message on our Facebook page, or you can um, send me a tweet on Twitter, um, and uh, and we'll and we'll get the details sorted out. 
Okay, enough with the administrative items. Let's get to what we've all been waiting for. <laughs> I'm sure since the last episode, you've all been on the edge of your seats. The The suspense has been killing you. You're losing sleep at night wondering who is going to be crowned the champion of the Disney Cruise Line fleet. Okay. Well, I'm excited to bring this episode to you. Um, the showdown between the Dream Class winner, the Fantasy, and the Classic Ship winner, the Magic. And by now, we've we've gone through the majority of the, the different things that are available to you on all the ships across the fleet by category. Um, so we won't go through each one again in great detail. I'll just kind of probably do a quick recap and then maybe add a few extra things in there that that um that i didn't get to in my previous episodes but so comparing the the like size ships was really tough so comparing the the fantasy to the dream and the magic to the wonder was hard but comparing these two ships um i found it to be even tougher i just i want to reiterate something that i had said back at the beginning of episode eight that i think that I really think applies more to this episode than the previous two. Um, for these comparisons, there are a lot of intangible things that contribute to a person's opinion about their cruise experience that you can't really quantify in an episode like this. For example, crowd sizes, um, the amount of time since previous dry docks, so um, you know the amount of time since the most recent updates were done. Personal budgets obviously are, are a huge factor in in deciding which ship you, you sail and which itineraries you do. And also just the, the sailing schedules of the ship. So a lot of times people have to work around school vacations or work vacations or just different um, timing complexities that you have to deal with. So um, these are all definitely things that I personally take into consideration when I think about which ship is my favorite. So again... I'm I'm just sticking with the seven categories um, that 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 groups the things in each ship. Um, excuse me, that groups the things that each ship has in common, without weighing any one category more than another. So um, so let's let's get right to it. Let's see uh, let's see who the winner is. First up is the adult entertainment areas where you have the Europa District on the Fantasy and After Hours on the Magic. Um, the edge in this category goes to the Fantasy because I, I like the variety that the Fantasy ha Fantasy has to offer. And I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I very much enjoy the spaces on the Magic. And I, I particularly love O'Gills um, on the nights that it becomes the, the Snuggly Duckling. But I just feel like there are more options with, uh, with more unique experiences available on the fantasy. So the adult entertainment point goes to the fantasy. Next is itineraries. Now, this category was, was more difficult for me than I expected it to be. So, as you recall, the Fantasy sails primarily through the Caribbean with some stops in the Bahamas as well. Um, obviously, because that's where, where Castaway Key is. Um, and the Magic sails a wide variety of locations between the Bahamas, 
Europe, Canada, Bermuda, and I I love the variety that the Magic offers, but I'm also a big fan of the Caribbean as well, and the fantasy brings you to to all the best ports in the Caribbean. So, um, But with that being said, I still am going to award the point in the itineraries category to the Magic just because of how many uh, how many different options it provides. Dining is the next category, and as you know, both ships have an animator's palette, but both are very different in terms of their decor and the um, and the in restaurant entertainment. Um, so. It, if you want to, if you want a little more detail on what I mean by that, go go check out our our previous two episodes. Um, the Magic has Cariocas and Lumieres, while the Fantasy has the Enchanted Garden and Royal Court. So, in order, my preferences for these restaurants are um, Animator's Palette with with a slight nod to the classic ship version. I like um, the version on the uh, the. The, the magic and the wonder better than I do on the dream and the fantasy, but only slightly. Um, and Enchanted Garden, and then everything else after that. So given that the fantasy has two of my top three, I will give the nod in the dining category to the fantasy. Um, I should also remind you that the fantasy does have Remy, which uh, which just provides an additional adults-only option that the magic does not have. Obviously, both have Paulo, but um, the fantasy does have that extra option. Next, we move to pool decks, and <laughs> you probably won't be surprised at my winner in this category, given my uh, opinions of the aqueduct. So even though the magic also has a signature water slide, if you will, um, the the aqueduct is is far superior to me. Um, I just think it's a much better experience, and um, I just I like it a, a lot more. And the the adult area on the the fantasy also feels a little more secluded, and and has satellite falls, which um, which can be can be super relaxing especially on a on a hot day or, or a day at sea so point for the fantasy in the pool decks category the stage shows category was also pretty easy for me to award um, even though I I highly recommend all six shows on these two ships the magic has two of my favorite shows across the entire fleet in Disney Dreams and Enchanted Classic and Tangled the Musical. So the magic is my winner in this category. In the shopping category, <laughs> I told you my thoughts about the the fantasy adding a, uh, a Tiffany's boutique as part of its previous dry dock enhancement. Um, I didn't like it and I, I didn't feel like it was a great fit, especially when, uh, when they shoved the Vista Gallery kind of in a in a hallway outside of Enchanted Garden. So for this reason, I give the edge to the magic in the shopping category. So that leaves the last category and the tiebreaker um, to be the kids' activities. So <laughs> as an adult, it's pretty difficult to determine a winner in the kids' activities category because um, <laughs> I don't spend a lot of time there. Uh, but the the kids clubs and along with all the other activities that are on board that are geared toward children are are excellent on 
all the ships, and I and I promise you that your kids are going to love all the spaces across the fleet. Um, one thing that I don't think that we touched on um, in our previous episodes is the midship detective agency. So currently, this is only offered on the Dream and the Fantasy, and is a really fun activity for parents to participate with their kids. It's um, so you, you sign up to to solve one of I think it's three um, three mysteries that that vary in difficulty and and none of them are are actually very difficult. I think it's more just in terms of how much time they actually take. But you get your detective badge and you get a little. Um, uh, a little clue sheet where you can write down clues and, and you set off on a on a scavenger hunt type um, journey around the ship looking for clues and, and you you you're you're given a list of suspects and each clue that you receive along the way helps you you narrow down the culprit until you um, until you catch them in the very end and, and you it's really cool you'll see pictures around the ship hanging on on the walls and and every once in a while you'll see them move they're they're these animated pictures but your detective badge is actually your key to kind of unlocking one of these pictures so you stand on the the designated area in front of the pictures and you hold your detective badge out in front of you and the picture kind of comes to life and then once that happens you kind of move your badge around to to do different things to help you um, discover clues and and different activities uh to help you to solve your mystery so it's a it's a really cool and and fun way to to kill some time between other activities or you know days at sea but i (laughs) i will caution you on on sea days it is a very popular thing to do so you may have um some wait times at at some of the clue locations so based on this and i am going to give the slight edge in the kids activities category to the fantasy so that means the fantasy is your disney cruise line um ship winner so what do you think? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Um, I would I would definitely love to hear your thoughts either on Twitter or on our Facebook page. Let me know um, if you if you agree with kind of the things that I've I've laid out here. If you agree with my my winners of each category or even disagree, I'd love to hear from you. So um, that'll do it for for this episode and for this series, I guess. So thanks for following along. And uh, I I do hope you enjoyed it. And just know that whatever ship you're sailing on, I can guarantee that you're going to have a fun and and magical experience. And um, it'll be fun. To le- it'll be really fun to learn about these uh, these new ships um, and all the new and exciting things that uh, that that they'll have and 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 will offer once they they set sail here in a couple more years. I'm really looking forward to a release of more information about these ships, um, especially the potential destinations that, that they're going to sail. So I can't wait for that news to come out. And coming up on the DCL Dude podcast, we're going to do another best of Disney Cruise Line episode. Um, we're going to offer some of our own Disney Cruise Line travel tips, hopefully have a discussion about sailing concierge, 
take a look through the upcoming Disney Magic Dry Dock enhancements once once that's complete. We'll discuss the the summer 2019 itineraries, which I expect should be released here in the next month or so. Um, potentially talk about sailing with infants and toddlers and, and do another trip report of our upcoming Eastern Caribbean cruise. So lots of lots of good stuff to look forward to and 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 don't forget to enter the contest by by dropping us a review on itunes and and uh i just i really appreciate you listening and i hope you have a great week as a reminder you can connect with the show by following along on twitter at the dcl dude or by liking us on facebook at facebook.com slash dcl dude podcast Please feel free to ask a question or leave a comment or share the podcast with your followers. I'd also be very grateful if you could rate the podcast on iTunes uh, and leave me some feedback. And of course, if there's anything I can do to improve your listening experience, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening.